Hello, this is Len Tengis welcoming you to the iPodcast AGCMO Weekly Podcast. In each episode, we'll feature information about a contractor, specialty contractor, supplier, contracting agency, owner, or legislative or regulatory issue pertinent to the construction industry in Missouri. We'll feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Hi, and welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. Today, we have another special guest. We have Joe Sneed, who is with J.E. Foster, and Joe is the chairman of our AGC Missouri Membership Policy Committee this year. So, Joe, thanks for being here this morning. My pleasure, Lynn. I really appreciate it. So, we all took a different route into the industry, so tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in construction. Sure, Lynn. Well, I grew up in the business, and my dad was a carpenter. He was self-employed, and I always wanted to build things. So after high school, I went to pre-med at St. Louis University. But like most adults at that age, I thought I was smarter than my parents. I moved out of the home when I was 18, and I resorted back to what I knew and what I learned from my father. I went through the St. Louis Carpenter Joint Apprenticeship Program and started out as a carpenter. Lynn, I believe you were the coordinator at the time, which I believe you served for eight years. About 100 years ago when I was the coordinator (laughs) for the Carpenters Program, right. So then eventually I became a foreman and then a superintendent, and I was very loyal to the firms I worked for, and I was always looking to better myself. I knew the industry had a lot to offer, and I always wanted more. I worked as a carpenter, a foreman, and a superintendent for 16 years. When I was working for one general contractor as a superintendent, we were guaranteed 40 hours a week. We worked in the field and then got a little slow, so I went in the office. I started doing takeoffs and then eventually estimates and was offered a job to stay in the office. Eventually, I became the chief estimator for that general contractor. I later accepted an offer as the director of pre-construction for another firm. I'm now with J.E. Foster and have been there for 10 years. I have a total of 19 years in the office. As you can see, there is always potential for growth in the industry. I was blessed to receive a high honors for outstanding service as General Contractor Office Employee of the Year in 2006, and then again in 2018. This award is recognition by subcontractors based on ethics, fair practice, and relationships. I've always believed in treating people fairly. One of my favorite sayings is, no matter where you go, your reputation follows you. Well, so you came up through the trade, and uh, I'm guessing, you know, if you're like me, a lot of people ask me, well, don't you miss being out in the field? And after this last week with uh, minus three degrees, I don't know that I really (laughs) miss being out in the field that much. How about yourself? So true. Do you get a chance to get out there and do any work at all or not? Oh, I still work with my hands. Um, I've got rental property, and I work on the weekends, so I still enjoy building things. Still like getting the tools out every Absolutely. now and then. Huh? Oh, that's great. Now, you say you've been with J.E. Foster for 10 years. How long have they been around? J.E. Foster started in 1997, and we've been in business for 22 years. We specialize in commercial, educational, hospitality and restaurants, industrial, religious, and public work. So you do both private and public work. What sort of projects are you working on right now? 
we're currently working on a few tidal wave car washes. I've got a lab project, several mod pizzas, McDonald's, Taco Bell's, Five Guys, Panera's, and Starbucks, just to name a few. We're very fortunate to have a lot of private repeat customers. Now, do you follow those customers around the country? Do you stay local? What sort of geography do you cover as you're working? Because those are all some national clients. Yeah, we mainly stay in the Midwest, in St. Louis, Illinois, and Kansas City. So you do you do travel just a little bit, a little but bit. just regional. Right. Yeah. I mean, for the right owner, we're always asked to travel if we get repeat customers, so we don't turn that down. Well, that's smart. That's smart. So... As you're looking at trying to serve these people, what do you see are some of the biggest challenges not only facing your company but the overall industry? So, you know, there's some things that are specific to your company, some things that are overall challenges to the industry. So what are you seeing? Well, Lynn, I think the biggest challenge uh, our company faces I don't think is much different than anybody else. Uh, it's manpower. The in- it's an industry-wide problem. After the recession in 2008, a lot of tradesmen retired and found another line of work. Now the baby boomers are retiring, and it's left a huge hole in the industry. The construction industry is trying to play catch-up and integrate more technology to attract the youth. This is a huge effort of recruitment in high schools to attract people that may not want to go to another four years of school. I'm the first to tell you that you can make a good living in the construction industry. For years, everybody has pounded the fact that you have to have a four-year degree and you have to go to college to get a good career and make a successful living. But school is not for everyone. There's a lot of college graduates that complete their degree but find out there's no jobs in their field. Then to compound the problem, there's a huge burden of college debt afterwards. If you have any interest in trades such as a laborer, carpenter, painter, plumber, HVAC, or electrician, there are a lot of opportunities, and you get paid while you learn. I was just in Jefferson City yesterday on the State Workforce Board, and I know that's something that I think the state, Department of Education, Department of Workforce Development, those folks are all looking at trying to build up the apprenticeship system overall in the state because there is that, as you said, that college-bound path, but that's for about 35% of the kids the other 65 percent are ending up going into some other career field that doesn't require that four-year degree and construction's a great one Mm -hmm. i agree you told us you're about your professional life you work on your rental properties on the weekends how do you find the time to work with agc and why did you decide to dedicate some of your time to uh, volunteer to help us with our membership well i've been a member of the agc for about 17 years I'm very passionate about the organization and the members. They're all my friends. I think there's a lot of room for growth and adding members. The AGC is underutilized because not everybody knows what they have to offer. The more I get involved, the more I realize the benefits. The AGC is a nationwide membership with over 32,000 firms and 95 chapters. It was founded in 1918, over 100 years ago. I really believe there's strength in numbers and a direct correlation between AGC members being successful in their business. I think you're right. There is strength in numbers. I mean, that's the whole idea of an association is there are areas where we are stronger together. A lot of people think they can solve their problems themselves, but working together, 
legislatively, with labor, with training, with safety, all those sort of things. There is more to gain by working together than trying to hang separately. I agree totally. You know, over the years I've formed a bond with many of these members in the AGC and consider them to be my work family. A good example, then, would be if you go out of town and you try to bid work with contractors that you don't know. There's a sense of comfort knowing that a person you're speaking to and gained a relationship through the AGC. Even when bidding out-of-town work, the AGC can merge the relationships with other members. They're a good resource for contractors. So you sort of look at it as a a good seal of approval uh, when you see that brand? I do. That's great. That's good to hear. I attended many workshops uh, when I was in the field, some continuing education classes. and, And now that I'm in the office, I've started attending membership meetings and learning more about what the AGC has to offer. I'll uh, list a few of those for you. Thanks. The AGC operates a career development and apprenticeship program. They have committees for five skilled craft professional unions, which include carpenters, cement masons, iron workers, laborers, and operating engineers. The AGC provides safety training to their members. They have safety vans that can visit the job sites, or you can schedule personal training at your office. That's what we do at J.E. Foster. There are member discounts through several companies such as General Motors, Ford, Enterprise Leasing, fuel discounts, Office Depot, FedEx, UPS, Avis, just a whole list of things. And these perks are extended to your company employees too when you're a member of the AGC. There are dynamic networking opportunities by attending membership meetings and other events you're able to build relationships with professionals, owners, suppliers, vendors, forming a bond you have in common. And as we mentioned before, there's AGC First Campaign, and that's a great example of the bond that we form in recognizing other members. We add the tagline to our letterheads and our emails so that members can recognize that you're a member of the AGC. I can see why you are the chairman of the membership committee because you you know just about everything there is to know here, it sounds like. Well, I'm very passionate about the organization. The major events that the AGC sponsors is annual reception, fall sporting clays, glow ball, build a brought picnic, construction awards gala, and the safety banquet. The AGC, as you mentioned earlier, you were in Jeff City yesterday. The AGC provides advocacy for the building, highway, and infrastructure industries. They have employees as well as members that go to Jeff City on a regular basis to lobby important issues such as construction law, energy and environment, infrastructure, labor risk management, safety tax, technology, and workforce development. These people are the voice of our industry. They have a professional broad-based staff that is willing to assist members in any, any way needed. They can assist you with resume writing, career coaching, reference checking, labor disputes, permitting, just to name a few. So as you're chairman of the membership committee and somebody says, hey, Joe, you know, this sounds great. Uh, you know, it sounds like great organization. Obviously, you're passionate about it. You know, after, after you give them the elevator speech, uh, what's, the, what's the close here? I mean, how do, how do I decide I'm going to do something about this? Well, first of all, 
let me tell you about the councils that you can get involved with with the AGC. There's uh, four committees basically: the Young Executive Committee, which is the YEC, and this is a good opportunity to learn about the nuts and bolts of the industry. Uh, members are young individuals under 40 that can they have a genuine interest in growth in the construction industry. There's also the Construction Leadership Council, the CLC. It's a forum of members to socialize, exchange ideas on issues facing mid-career construction professionals. Then you have the Specialty Contractor Council, which discuss current issues related to the AGC of Missouri's strategic plan and convey the thought to the Board of Directors. Then lastly, there's a Supplier Service Council, which adds a unique perspective and expertise to make the positive impact on the construction industry. So you've got uh, a lot of information here. How many people are on your membership committee? How does that all work? Is it like 10 people, 8, 10 people, something like that, that just get together? and Correct. We meet What, what sort of things do you guys talk about at your, uh, at your committee meeting? What, what do you work on? Well, obviously we work on our members and trying to attract them and what we uh, discuss the, the latest and hottest topics in the industry. Like I think the, uh, the next membership meeting, we're actually going to discuss marijuana use in the industry. Uh, now that there's a bill on the table talking about medical marijuana, how are we going to address that with the drug testing that's required with our members? So your membership committee looks at events or topics that would be of interest to folks to come and learn about, not only learn about all the services that you talked about here, but learn about current industry issues. Correct. Great. Well, anything else, Joe, that we should talk about or share before we close out here? Well, I've shared a lot of information today, Lynn. And uh, just to recap, if you would like more information on the benefits of the AGC, um, you can go to to uh, the website at www.agcmo.org or you can personally contact me at jsneed at jefoster.com or you can contact Steve Luce which is the vice president of the membership committee his email address is sloos at agcmo.org in conclusion you don't have to be with the company to join you can join as an individual If your company joins the AGC, employees become eligible to take advantage of the AGC benefits. If you're still in school, which I actually have a a son that's going through construction management right now, so I can uh, relate to this, you can check out um, and see if your school has a student chapter. That's a great way to get involved. Well, it sounds like... uh you are the perfect person to be the chair of the membership committee because it sounds like you know just about everything about what we do so uh, and how we make this all work i appreciate you being here this morning joe and i hope that you are extremely successful in your role as chair of the membership committee thank you lynn it's my pleasure thanks again for listening It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. As always, you can visit us at agcmo.org for additional downloads and information. Thank you.